0: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here, as always. Such an honor and a pleasure to be able to spend a little bit of time with you, um, y'all. I love, I love this podcast. I love being able to do these devotionals. I love the impact they have on my life. I've had people talk to me a little bit. Um, they say, you know, it's like listening to your journal entries, and I can a hundred percent get behind that. Um, it's dirty. It's honest. It's real. Sometimes I change my mind on things. Sometimes I grow. But at the end of the day, the intent is the same. I'm looking to correlate and grow more and more in my relationship with God. I try to make sense of of what is happening in my life with the things that I have learned through scripture from God. And I'm trying to make those things coincide. And sometimes it is not always pretty. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes I misunderstand. Sometimes I make mistakes. But I really believe that if you're listening to this, if you've been a listener to this, um, that's why I call you my dirty fam is because you understand life's dirty and it's messy and it takes so much heart. It takes so much intention to really dig and get through the grime of life to find the absolute divinity and the beauty that rests inside of it. And I love that our podcast, I love that our time together gives me a chance. It gives us a chance to be able to dig through that together and to dive in. And um, yeah, listen, if you don't know, I I am working on uh, posting more and more content uh, through through my Instagram, at Z underscore chill, C-H-I-L. You can find that tag in the show notes. Also, if you don't know, we have a private Facebook group and I would absolutely love for you to be a part of it. If you go on Facebook and you search uh, Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family, you'll find a private group. It is private, which means you have to answer two questions to be able to get in. Those questions are, do you listen to the podcast, and why do you want to be in this group? That's it. Uh, You can answer them really quickly. You do have to answer the questions to get into the group. You can't just ignore them. I have some people that don't answer them, and they they just keep asking, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, Answer the freaking questions. If you got time to keep re-asking, you got time to answer the questions. But it's a beautiful community. I would love for you to be a part of it. It's super special to me. Um, I believe it's special to the people that are in it, and I believe it would be special for you as well. So I would love, love, love to have you get in in there. And saying that, we are going to dive into today's Dirty Devotional, y'all. And um, I got to be honest with you, these next two episodes are tough. They're really tough for me, and it's it's one of those times where I I want to skip it. Um, I want to skip it, and because it just it hits so close to home, it is um, it is a a knife a dagger to my heart. It is difficult to read. It's difficult for me um, based on my past and the decisions I've made. But I've promised myself, I promised this podcast that that this was going to be a place of being honest vulnerability, transparency, um, and and growth. And I believe growth happens when we're honest. And uh, I'm reading, we've been working through Matthew chapter 5, and we got to this point in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus says, "Uh, you've heard it said this, I tell you this. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 verse 27, he dials in on the topic of adultery. And if you've listened to, I have a podcast up, I don't know what number it is. I meant to look it up before I started this, but I didn't. Um, that is titled, um, I Had an Affair. And a few years ago, I had an affair and I committed adultery and it's tough. It's tough to know that you committed such a big sin, a sin that Jesus is literally taking time to call out specifically after murder and to be able to talk about it publicly, to be able to read that privately is tough. And so Um, But I promised myself, I promised you guys that I would always be open and transparent. That I wouldn't just—I hate when I hate when pastors skip around messages that are difficult and difficult to talk about. It's just not what we're about. It's not what this should be about. Instead, um, we're going to talk about it together. We're going to tackle this together because I believe some of you listening to this—you've either committed adultery, or you're going to find out in this that maybe you've crossed some lines you didn't realize you've crossed, or maybe you've been the victim of adultery. And I just hope that today is helpful for all of the above. I hope that we can all take something away from it as I am currently and constantly trying to take more and more away from the decisions I've made years ago. So let's talk about this. So verse 27, it says this it says you have heard it said, you've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. So this is a commandment. This is like in the old testament. You don't do this. You don't and when I say adultery, it is you are married and you decide to do have basically have sex, be sexually immoral with someone else outside of your marriage covenant. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Holy frick. So I want to, this, this is crazy. So Jesus is like, hey, adultery is really bad. It's destructive. You shouldn't do it. And I 100% agree. It is destructive and you should not do it. Jesus says, but he talks to, what he's doing here is he's talking to the leaders, the leaders of the church, as well as the group of people who are listening to this. And he's saying, um, the the Jewish leaders are like, I haven't committed adultery. I'm all good, you know, brushing their shoulders off, feeling good about themselves. And Jesus says, hey, but here's the thing is like, if if you've been like fantasizing about that guy or girl, if you've been like maybe crossing some lines, maybe you haven't technically had sex, but you've done some things like, if you just looked at her, if you've taken that double take, so the verse here says if you look at a woman lustfully, it's like look is like would be like leer. It's like not the first look, it's the second look, if you know what I'm saying. Then you've, you've committed adultery in your heart. You've already crossed the line. Like you, you've taken it further than it needed to go. And it continues in verse 29. He says, if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole party to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. So I remember being a new Christian, reading these verses, and um, this it's its gruesome and it's rough. And a lot of people read this and they're like, I can't believe that you would follow a religion where this guy tells you to gouge out your eye um, if it causes you to sin, like everybody should be maimed. And the reality is that if we took this verse seriously, there'd be a lot of one-eyed people or blind people and people without hands, let's just face it. Um, and so I don't, I think that Jesus is being literal here. I think he's being honest without us actually telling us to cut our eyes. Cause what, here's what he's saying. He's saying, Hey, the decisions you make like adultery are incredibly destructive to you and to those around you. It's destructive. Um, it is, it is going, the destruction you think it's going to cause is way worse is like, it's it's actually way worse than what you think it's going to be. It is damaging. It is hurtful. It It is not helpful. It is not beneficial. Regardless of how awesome you think the person is, there is always going to be wounds from those decisions. Um, and Jesus is saying, hey, that destruction is so bad that cut, gouging out your eye is going to be less destructive than the damage you're going to do if you make this decision. And listen, as someone who has been there, it is true it is it is 100% true. Now if you're and if you're listening, you should think you know my spouse, he he's verbally abusive, he's physically abusive. That's why I had an affair. Listen, I'm not I'm not excusing the damage they done. I'm just saying you're, that decision causes more damage than it does help. And what Jesus is saying here is, "Hey, I want what's best for you, and this causes a ton of damage. Not just the act of adultery, which does cause a ton of damage, but just the entertaining the thoughts in your mind of what if there's damage there and that thought will slowly if not if not um if you don't take that thought captive as the bible says will turn eventually turn into an action will eventually turn into damage and regret and so we've got to guard ourselves jesus is protecting you from that destruction he wants you to say it's listen it, it is a hundred percent true it's better better to be overly protective than to just ignore it and to underestimate the damage it could cause. Um, I want I want to encourage you today, if you're listening to this, that maybe you fall into the same boat that I have fallen into, and you've and you found yourself at a place where you've crossed these lines. Um, there's nothing there's nothing you can say, nothing you can do to excuse the damage that it's caused. I hate that. And I'm sorry. The damage is there, and it's and it's very real. Regardless of how the other person was, regardless if they did anything or what they did, it that you caused damage. You did, and you gotta you gotta deal with that. You gotta accept that. But what we what we have to do is we have to understand is that that decision doesn't have to define us. You know, Jesus later catches the woman caught in adultery, literal adultery, and Jesus doesn't kill her. He he actually challenges everyone, says, "Hey, those without sin cast the first stone." If you heard this story, this is it, and. Everybody drops the stone and walks away. And Jesus goes and grabs her. The only one who could condemn him says, he asked her, he said, has anyone condemned you? And she says, no. And Jesus says, I don't condemn you either. And he challenges her and he says, go and sin no more. And if you're listening to this and maybe you've crossed some lines, I believe that that same challenge is for you, for me. Go and sin no more. Go and be better. Don't let that decision define you recognize the damage it's done and embrace it as something that you it's a part of your life and and what and and your story and it's gonna it's gonna follow you with other people for a long time and that listen you got to come to terms with that but it doesn't have to define your life go and send Mo more there's great his grace and his mercy is new every morning it doesn't it doesn't have to hold you down it doesn't it doesn't I, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you Grace is always present. Go and send no more is the challenge for us. And if you've been damaged by someone, gosh, I, I just want you to know I'm so so sorry that I, I can't fathom the hurt you feel, and I'm sorry. I believe that you can get through it. I believe that you can be better from it. There's nothing in the world that will ever excuse it. And I hope you know that. Um, but I do believe that your story isn't finished and that there can be, even though these pages may be dark, and those pages were dark. That better days can come for you. I really do hope that. I pray that. I believe that for your life. I believe that for my life. I believe that for the people that I hurt in my life. Um, and so we just hold on to the, the grace and truth of Jesus, and we continue to do exactly what He calls us to do. To continue to go, sin no, no more, be as better, be better each day than we were the day before. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you so much for today, Lord. This this sucks. Gosh, talking about this stuff is hard, Lord. Um. But God, uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the grace you offer. I'm grateful that even when lines are crossed that cause so much damage, that you you still manage to be close. Um, Lord, you help us navigate it when you have no need to do that. Like you don't you don't have to do that, but you you love us, and so you love me, and I thank you for that, Lord. For anyone navigating this, I pray that more than anything, that would feel your presence, your grace, your love, um, your guidance, your discernment, uh, Lord. I believe that. That you work all things together for good. I say that a lot, but it's because I hold on to it so much. And so Lord, I ask that you would just work all things, even these, even these really damaging decisions, or that you would they're not good, but Lord that maybe in somehow in some way you could work them for good and for your glory. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L.